Welcome to another episode of the Money, Love, and Freedom podcast. Now, today's show is going to talk about a topic that I think a lot of people misconstrue as actually being okay. Um, Because what we're going to be talking about is content, right? And why being content is one of the most dangerous mental states you can live in if you want to live a life of success and abundance. And that's why I say a lot of people misconstrue it as being okay because people think that being content is a good thing. Now, here's why. It's because the mental state itself doesn't cause any immediate damage. But what it can do is prevent us from taking action that's going to eventually lead us to where we want to go. And if we don't take this action, that itself can lead to future regrets. And this is what we want to avoid. And this is why I say being content can be dangerous. So what we're going to do is then we're going to really dive into the importance of this topic during this episode. You know, what are maybe some better mental states to be in and how we can direct ourselves to the goals that we really want. So stay tuned, everybody, and let's get to it. Welcome to the Money, Love, and Freedom Podcast, where you'll develop the mindset and skills to create a life of total abundance. From business and wealth to love and sex, discover what it takes to live a life of freedom on your terms. And now, your host, Coach George Wang. What's up, Freedom Fighters? All right, so if I planned this podcast schedule correctly, then that means the day that this podcast episode goes live is also the beginning of the last quarter of 2020. So I have this scheduled for October 5th, 2020. And uh, we're, in, we're in the last quarter, right? We're, we're at the home stretch for the year. Now, I know that this year has been a challenge for a lot of us uh, in the world, you know, with, you know, there's just so much stuff going on. We have COVID, you know, there's unjustified shootings, riots, fires, hurricanes, Uh, You know, I mean, the majority of the people in this world, uh, you know, especially here in the U.S. right now with all that we have going on, are calling this a really shitty year, right? Um, But regardless of what's going on outside, there's one thing that we can always do, and that's protect what's going on inside our minds. So today, that's what I want to talk about. You know, I want to talk about, you know, the one mental space that we should try to avoid if we want to live a life of abundance. Now, the mental state that I'm actually talking about is being content. And by the way, this is not the same as being happy. A lot of people think when they say like, oh, I'm content, they take that to mean I'm happy. But they're not the same. Happy is a very energetic thing, you know, and being happy is great. But being content can be deadly if you want progress, if you want growth, if you want change. Now, let me start by saying how I define the word content in this context. You know, a lot of people always say like, oh, I'm content with my job. I'm content with my life, right? And what content means, it's just that you're okay with the status quo, 
right? You're okay with how things are going. You know, someone might say, you know, I'm, uh, you know, with with all that's going on right now, people might be saying, you know, I'm I'm stuck at home these days, and I'm pretty content to just stay home. You know, pretty content to just shelter in place. Pretty content to just do the bare minimum amount of work possible. And I'm content with that. You know, it's it's kind of just like, you know, letting your sail open. Imagine you're a sailor and just, you know, putting up your sail and then just letting the wind take you wherever it wants to go, right? And, and some people actually might, you know, argue that that's how we're supposed to live, right? Maybe people, some people say that we're supposed to just, you know, open up our sail and let the wind take us where we are supposed to go and that we can't control life. And the fact that, you know, just again, that the wind is going to take us wherever it wants to. And part of this is actually true, right? The wind, just like the economy, COVID, riots, fires, etc. The wind is just going to do whatever it's going to do. It's going to blow wherever it wants to blow. The wind of life is always blowing, and you can't control the direction it blows. Now, the sail of your boat, that's like your mind. And, you know, you can choose to open up your sail and just let the wind blow you wherever it wants to. You can be, quote unquote, content to just let the wind take your sail wherever it wants to go. But, Ask any sailor, somebody who knows how to sail boats, if they want to get from one piece of land to another, and there are two very specific points, that if you just open up your sail and let the wind take you wherever you want to go or wherever it wants to go, you'd probably end up in the, in, in the middle of the ocean drowning, and you're never going to get to your destination. Now, that's obviously not what sailors do, right? What do they do? Think about it. Do they just let that happen? Not at all. They open up their sails, but then they set it. They direct it. And they don't fight the wind, but they use the wind. Whichever way the wind is blowing, they use it and they set their sail against it so that it takes them to their destination. So just remember that the wind is like the environment out in the world, all the stuff that's going on. And the sail is your mind. So you can choose to just open up that sail and just let it float on by and just be content to end up wherever you end up. Or you can set it. You can direct it to where you want it to go. So now going back to being content, right? Being content is like letting the wind blow and that's scary for a few reasons. The first one is that being content is kind of like being in no man's land. And the problem with that is it doesn't drive any action. You know, think of some of the other mental states that you could potentially be in, right? You could be excited, motivated, driven, happy, you know, etc. All these kinds of uplifting emotions. 
And what these emotions a lot of times do will put you into action. They'll make you go after the thing that you want because they're energetic emotions. They want you to move. They're, they're good, forward-facing, energetic emotions. And they cause us to go after what it is that we really want, provided that those are the things we're excited about and motivated about and happy about. Now, on the flip side, there's another emotion or another type of emotion, I should say, that we can feel, and that is pain. And there's all kinds of pain, right? There's, you know, people have anger about how they were abused or how somebody else is being abused. You can have frustration over our current living conditions or our jobs, our careers, you know, there can be, you know, sadness for others in the world, sadness for people being hurt. And while these mental states aren't necessarily pleasant, some of them actually are far from being pleasant. But what they do do is they have the ability to drive us into action in order to correct the pain. That's important, right? These are two types of emotions that can bring us towards where we want to go, either happiness or some kind of excited emotion or pain, right? And pain is especially motivating for a lot of people. You know, that's why we hear so many turnaround stories of, you know, people who have absolutely hit rock bottom and turned their entire life around. It happens all the time. You know, there's actually two, to be honest, there's two types of stories that we really hear, okay? The first one is, Let's go with the ecstatic first, right? Someone can be super ecstatic, excited, and energetic about the future, and they want to go full force into creating it. You know, this is like, uh, uh, for instance, Jeff Bezos, the founder of Amazon, or Mark Zuckerberg, who started Facebook, right? This is how both of them started, right? If you've seen the, uh, I forgot the book, uh, sorry, the movie with Mark Zuckerberg, um, uh, but anyhow, the, the movie about Mark Zuckerberg and the founding of Facebook, you can really see them pushing for something new and they're all excited about it. They want to create this great social media network that started as just a, a, a college campus thing and it just grew and grew and grew and they were all excited, all really ecstatic about what could be possible in the future. And see, that's a story of somebody using this forward-moving, exciting type of emotion, this mental state, to get them to what they want to produce, what they want to create, what they want to do. Now, on the flip side, you know, we can hear a story of someone who hits rock bottom, right? They, they're at the absolute lowest point of whatever it is that they're, they're talking about, whether it's their job, their overall life, their relationships, whatever it may be. They hit rock bottom and they say, that's it, enough, I am done. I never want to be here again. And they turn everything around. They turn a life of pain into a life of freedom, into a life of abundance. You know, these are stories like people like Tony Robbins and Mark Benioff. You know, a lot of people might know Tony Robbins' story. He started out with nothing, abusive mother, flat broke, no college, Right, not not the things that people would expect, and he catapulted to success. Uh, Mark Benioff's story, by the way, Mark Benioff is the founder of Salesforce, uh, basically the largest CRM platform out there in the market today. And his story is similar. He was in a lot of pain, but people might not have seen it from the outside because at the time he was VP of Oracle. And uh, if you're not familiar with the tech space too much, Oracle is one of the largest. 
technology companies, you know, right behind Apple, Google, and, and some of those guys. And he was a VP there making very, very good money. But it did not feed his soul. He had another purpose. He had a product, a vision that he wanted to create. And just making money wasn't enough. And he got enough pain around that that finally said, that's it, no more. I'm going out to create my vision to do what it is I want to do. Now, we hear both of those stories all the time, right? There's one type of story that we never hear. And you know what that story is? That's the story of the person who said, I have this big goal. I had this big achievement, this huge thing that I wanted to do. But I was content in my current situation. So I didn't do much about it. But then one day, my goal magically happened. And now I have everything I want. This story literally never happens. Yet for some reason... Some of us, I'm not talking about you, but some of us live life like that's how life goes. Like we just do the minimum amount possible. We stay content. And for some reason, we're supposed to get everything we want. In a perfect world, that might be the case. But that's not how things happen. And this is why this is the first reason that being content can be so dangerous is because being content doesn't spawn us into action. It doesn't cause us to make that dramatic shift and go after what our real goals are. Being content leaves us again in no man's land where we just want to do the minimum amount possible. So that's the first reason. Now, here's a second reason why being content can be dangerous for your own personal goals. Because, you know, if if you aren't planning your own goals or achievements and you're not going after them, you know, if you're not on your own path going after your own goals, then guess whose path you're on or whose goals you're achieving? You know what the answer is? Someone else. Right, You're going after someone else's goals. You're helping somebody else achieve their dreams. And guess how much someone else has planned for your own personal goals? Answer this question, not much. Right? They're typically going to have you know, their own agenda lined up for you. Now, please, please, please don't take this to mean that I think Everybody needs to be an entrepreneur or creator or run their own businesses. That's not the case at all. There are a lot of people I know, a lot of very, very good friends who consciously chose their own path, working for someone else. And they chose that career path because that's what they wanted to do. And they went to work for this specific employer because it aligned with their career goals. Do you see the difference? There's a, there's a big difference here. One person has an, a, a pure agenda set for themselves, their own goal, and they found the career path, the employer that matches their goal. On the other hand, however, there are plenty of people who just took whatever job came along 
or or they did what their parents wanted them to do or what society told them they think they're supposed to do. And now they're comfortable because they have a nice job, it pays them decent, and they're quote-unquote content. Even though their careers or their family life, their friends, none of this stuff excites them. It's not exciting. But at least they're content, right? Sure. Now let me ask you. Do you want to be 90 years old looking back on life and say, oh yeah, what a content life I lived. Nothing really happened and I made it to 90 safe and sound. Is that what you want the story of your life to be? Or do you want to be 90 years old sitting on your rocking chair looking back on life and say, fuck, that was a hell of a ride. It had its ups, it had its downs, but boy, did I live. I went after it. I made it happen. And I'm leaving my peace behind for future generations. I know you, Freedom Fighter. And I know you want the latter. I know you want to suck every bit out of life that you can possibly get. You want to do, you want to contribute. You want to make an impact on your own life and the lives of others. So here's my message to you. We're in the last quarter of 2020. Some of you may have become content with how things are going now. You may think, well, you know, screw 2020. It's a wash, right? It's over. It's just a crappy year and let's just forget it never happened. Let's not do anything and we'll just have a do-over in 2021, right? I've been hearing that a lot. Let's, uh, 2020 is, uh, next year will be the do-over, right? That's the language of content. And I'm going to ask you again, is that what you actually want? Or are you going to choose to consciously and actively choose to say, fuck yeah, it's the last quarter of 2020. I'm not going to just sit around and wait for 2021 to just happen. I'm going to go after what I want right here, right now. I am not content. I'm happy, but I'm not content. I'm grateful. I'm appreciative. I'm loving. I'm loved. But I am not content. Viktor Frankl, author of Man's Search for Meaning and the uh, Nazi concentration camp survivor, he said, and I'm going to quote this, everything can be taken from a man but one thing, the last of the human freedoms. To choose one's attitude in any given set of circumstances, to choose one's own way. That's what Viktor Frankl said to himself, the belief that he took while he was in these Nazi concentration camps, which I can assure you is way worse than anything that we're going through right now. And I can't remember how many years he spent in there, but he didn't get a do-over, nor would he want. He was there. But he had this belief. He knew that nobody could affect or infect his internal mental attitude. And he was not content. He was not content to roll over and say, well, I'm here. I'm in Auschwitz. 
There's nothing I can do about it. So I'm just like going to let life take me. No. He was not content. He fought. He survived. And he went on afterwards to impact millions of people. So I challenge you, Freedom Fighter. What is it that you really wanted to do? What's that burning desire that you always wanted? Or the pain that you always wanted to fix? The injustice in your own life, the pain, the anger, whatever it is that you wanted to make right or get rid of forever. Ask yourself, what is it that you really wanted to do, be, or have, and then go after it? Find a way. Get creative. Make it happen. Don't let the wind of 2020 just take your sails and let it go wherever it wants. Direct your sail. Point it where you want to go and make the last quarter of 2020 where you really start to take off and set yourself up for massive success going into 2021. I challenge you, do this and you're definitely ready for a life of freedom on your terms. Thanks for listening today. You know, if you haven't subscribed yet, please make sure you go hit that subscribe button now on, you know, whatever podcast app you're listening to. Uh, Leave us a rating and review while you're there and check back in with us next week. And we'll be back with an all new episode. Take care, everybody.